0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber, or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.
1: Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. Our guest on Bent Notes is an Australian musician who has played with a who's who of both the Aussie and overseas jazz worlds. He's played on more than 50 recordings in either the leader, co-leader or ensemble member roles. Julian Wilson studied improvisation at the VCA instead of learning to tune a piano. Extended his studies with a graduate diploma from the New England Conservatory in Boston and spent time working in Europe with Swiss-based band Snag. He's involved in a number of collaborations, including This World, a Melbourne-Sydney ensemble who are about to release uh, officially release their second album. It is my great pleasure to welcome back to the Bent Note studio, Julian Wilson. Welcome.
0: Hi, Dave. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here. And still can't tune a piano
1: <laughs> how did that opportunity
0: arise
1: and how did you know it wasn't where you wanted to go
0: i was very young and i i was think i was underage i was under 18 and i was working in nightclubs um bussing and i got an opportunity to um yeah to tune pianos and restore pianos for a guy called alfred fox who lives out in ballarat and he was going to come in and interview with me and i said look i think i'm going to go to college so I, you know i could do that for 3 or 4 months but it was really a 3 or 4 year apprenticeship in um restoration of furniture so
1: right okay Which so it wasn't been... just piano tuning no
0: it would have been uh, it would be a fantastic skill to have not many people can tune a piano or oh. they go mad to once at do
1: it with all this new technology electronics and we still have problems tuning i think you still got to use your ears what would we do without them would be the question <laughs> had you had any prior piano tuning experience
0: no just playing terribly when I was young, I, I never connected to the piano So you'd,
1: you'd had an experience of the piano but I had not... a bad
0: experience with the piano yeah. Right, okay <laughs> <laughs> So
1: Julian, how soon after starting your musical studies at the VCA Instead of piano tuning Did you know that it was the right decision to have made?
0: Oh, that's a good question I think I, I started playing saxophone when I was 14 And I sort of thought then that that's what I wanted to do I could do some other things But saxophone was what? what I was really passionate about, and loved doing and I used to go busking a lot at that stage so that just seemed to, it was good being your own boss 14's kind of, my daughter's 14 she's just started a job in a local shop, in a restaurant seems like a good age to, to get out there and see try, try out see what you can do and I did a couple of restaurant things but busking was nice, being able to start and stop when you want and be your own boss and, and you get to meet an amazing variety of people playing on the street.
1: You would do. And, and of course, your, your repertoire would change dramatically as you, well, you got yeah. asked for things too. You,
0: you, yeah, I'd, I'd go home and learn things, but you, um, you have to learn more than a couple of tunes unless you're eight and really cute, you know.
1: <laughs> Where you can get away with one tune by itself. <laughs> How many tunes did you have when you were busking?
0: Oh, I, I don't know if I've, I'm still learning them. I used to play with a lot of guitarists on the street, some guys that played Show Bim and Louis Bonfer and some people that played all the, you know, Little Wing and Hotel California and all the hits and things. So I'd pick things up from them and they, they were very kind to me and patient and <laughs> would teach me things on the street.
1: Oh, what a wonderful way to learn.
0: It was a great way to learn, yeah, yeah. Again, using your ears, that's yeah, the best the way, freedom,
1: The freedom, the to, freedom to do all that stuff. And was j- that just sax, or did you do other stuff? Uh,
0: I just played sax. Yeah, actually, I started on um, taking my clarinet out, and then when I got a saxophone when I was fourteen, I, I just that was the one for me. Actually, the the um, I just uh, like to mention Des Lavelle, who uh, was a wonderful man. He used to read my mother bedtime stories. He was friends with my grandparents, and he passed away this week. He was ninety six, but he took me to um, buy my first saxophone with my dad when I was fourteen.
1: Oh, wonderful! So a really
0: special, special part a musician of the himself. Community. Yeah, um, saxophone and clarinet and flute player, and right. um, and he used to write all the arrangements for the school bands, and he taught right up until he was about ninety-one, I think.
1: Oh wow, that's amazing! Mm. And to take so. you to go and choose your your first sax. Yeah,
0: thanks, Des. Yeah,
1: what a great a great memory to have. It is looking back. What were the biggest advantages to you as a musician? in going across to Boston to study and to then spend time performing in Europe, away from home?
0: That's a good question. I didn't go to Boston until I was 27 and I'd been going to Switzerland a few times to play with my friend Stephen Magnusson, who was living over there, and I met some great musicians over there and we travelled and played there a bit and brought the band back to Australia twice. We were actually booked to do our 21st um, birthday party in 2020, oh, so, my. so that's on hold. I think yeah. we can still call it our 21st, right?
1: I, no maybe, reason even why if it's not.
0: 23 or 24 years. Exactly, it's still <laughs> the party to celebrate. Yeah, the 21st. yeah. We, 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 the party's well overdue. Actually, that's been so. That was 97 or 99. We first came here with that band, Snag, and then due to that, I kind of fell into uh, meeting my teacher in, in Boston. I met him in Italy, and it seemed like a, a good chance to. Put down the telephone and stop doing business, and just go and study again, and have a sabbatical, and be in a place where I could practice all day. And
1: was it yeah. a sense that you needed to learn something different?
0: Always, yeah. I I, I, felt, I went to VCA here, t- which is now uh, Melbourne University, or I still call it VCA. I still call um, the, con- the Hamer Hall. What is Hamer Hall?
1: Yeah, Hamer Hall. The concert hall. Concert hall. I still yeah. Called the concert concert hall. hall yeah. Which yeah. it wasn't to start with. Wasn't <laughs> Melbourne um, concert hall.
0: But I was at VCA and I had a a fantastic time there and I think the great part of education is, um, one of the great parts of it is always the people that you meet there, the teachers that you meet and the other students and the, the relationships that you form there with other people and I felt like VCA was wonderful for me but I wanted to fill in some gaps that I kind of, VCA had this, it let you bypass some things and just get to the point of being you and encourage that strongly, which I think is fantastic to play your own music. But I wanted to fill in some gaps about the historical, you know, jazz, yep. jazz has such a long history, and I got to study with some incredible musicians over there who I still think of every day. It's 20 years really? since I've been there. Yeah,
1: That's yeah wonderful. very much so. That is wonderful. <laughs> Do you think your interactions with those musicians has guided what you've done since and by the sound of it saying that you think of them every day suggests that their lessons have carried over well and truly
0: yeah very much very much they're, they're still with me all the time and and um, i'm still working on um i've still got a big folder of things i'm going to look at when i've got time
1: <laughs> a, bit, a bit dusty now perhaps yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's moved
0: around a few times
1: have those uh, learnings influenced your approach to working with other musicians such as mike hamish and jonathan
0: yeah, yeah, they have, and they've influenced the way I write and the way I interact and the way I listen. My relationship with music, I think, was really influenced by by being there. It was a short period, but like I said, it stayed with me a long time.
1: Was it in the way they taught or just what they taught?
0: Again, I think it's just the strength of personality, just being around those, those people. The information's um, fantastic, but all, all my great teachers have given me small amounts of information, and then said, let's play, and play together. So whether that's along with records or with a metronome or with other students at the school, playing with the greats is always the best lesson.
1: Have you found that you're now using that approach with your students?
0: I'm trying to. It's been a little convoluted and complicated the last two years, obviously, and I find myself falling into my cliches of, you know, it's important to go out to jam sessions and play with other people and all these things that Obviously, we haven't been able to do in the last couple of years. I've got students who finished second year, who've done their whole, nearly their whole course online. That's that's at sad. At this point, which is and, and music's so much about communication and interaction in the moment. That's the most exactly. That's what excites me about it,
1: yeah. and, and that's um, what is exciting for the listener to to hear things develop. Let's have a listen to a piece from the new album, correct. Another Dance, before we chat further about the album. A piece called Yearning. Now. What is this world yearning for?
0: <laughs>
1: the short um, version.
0: Th- this is the shortest song on the album, it actually, is. I think. And, and Hamish wrote it, the drummer, Hamish Stewart, and he said afterwards, oh, maybe we could have made that one a bit longer. It feels really good.
1: <laughs> well, we should hear some yeah. yearning, I think. Great. Listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Find more podcasts and show blogs at joy.org.au. You're listening to Bent Notes on Joy94.9, where our guest is Julian Wilson. Julian, the new album from This World consists of eight amazing pieces. They are so easy to listen to and Mm -hmm. easy to enjoy. I've read that they represent the bond that the four of you share. Can you talk about what that bond is and what difference it makes to an ensemble's performance?
0: It is an amazing relationship to be in a band that are all good friends, and these have been friends of mine for a long time, and they've been friends with each other. They work together so much with so many different groups. Hamish said something recently, actually, that when we go on the road, if we don't have a van, Hamish and Mike drive together, and Jonathan and I go in the other car, and he said... There's never been a time where he's reached for a CD to put anything on. They've just never run out of things to talk about. You know, there's, there's certain friends you have like that. They're not everyone, but there's yep. certain friends where you just never run out of things to say. So that's what playing music with them feels like. And we've been very lucky in the last two years we've done two tours.
1: Which is an amazing Which achievement is, considering really, the two years we've just had. Yeah,
0: so the first one I was calling the Farewell Tour because we, we toured in February 2020 up and down the East Coast, and then to Tasmania. And we got to see a lot of that country driving through the great fighting range that that had been affected by the bushfires. And it was all growing back with all the trees were wearing jumpers. You know, All the green grows out. There's a word for that. I can't remember it. I thought it was a good word for the album, actually, but I can't remember what it is. And then driving from Sydney to Canberra, too, through a lot of that area that was really struggling back then. Now, because we drove again in, in May, we drove up from Sydney to Bellingen. <clears throat> then I got stuck in Melbourne for a little bit. and we, we had a little lump in the middle of the tour but we finished it off in Sydney in June and drove south from there again and it's amazing seeing the, the country coming back to life around that area. I've just been up there again too in um, the south coast of New South Wales with my family and seeing that country growing back is really... Um, Really amazing thing. Good to hear.
1: Yeah. Very good to hear that things yeah, are coming back. It is
0: beautiful country.
1: The eight pieces on the new album called Another Dance, how does this world, the group, perceive these eight new pieces? Are they just notes over the top of chords or do they represent something a little deeper?
0: Oh, that's interesting. I think that travelling together really influenced all of this and, and what's happened over the last two years. Since When did we first record? June 2019 so then we did the tour for the album come out in February and then already that was all um, you know all the bushfires were heading towards there and then everything else that's been talked about and over talked about and over analyzed so many times since then so I won't go into it but there is a, a deeper sense of digging in and looking for something else and and some of the things are very all the music I'm pretty sure was written specifically for this album. And we did another one. We we were really lucky to be able to do an ABC Fresh Start commission, which we got in June 2020. But it wasn't till November that I could actually get up there and that we could all be in the same room together because of uh, getting stuck in Melbourne. So that was all commissioned for the ABC for a recording called Out of This World. It's available digitally on the ABC, which is kind of a an EP. I think of it as it's about a half hour album. I think, and then coming again for this. The music was all written with this band in mind. That last one we listened to, I think Hamish sings him into his phone while he's driving.
1: Oh, really?
0: <laughs> and then he'll often bring that to to the rehearsal. and, and um, or, or, you know, the rehearsal might be before the first gig on the road somewhere that we meet. And we'll get there a couple of hours early and set up and start running these new ideas. And Hamish has often got a little thing he's whistled or sung into his phone that becomes a tune. Oh,
1: wonderful. So they can
0: be really real sketches that the band fleshes out and develops and and turns into a piece as as a group
1: they do develop in quite a considerable degree of depth then
0: yeah they yeah. they go through um it's interesting listening to different takes because they can be vastly different not just solos and tempos but whether they've got an intro or an outro or what happens after the music on the page is finished like you said after the pen on the paper's gone yeah. what happens at that point is-
1: has Another Dance been very different in terms of getting it together to the original self-titled album, This World?
0: Oh, This World came together very quickly. We played one gig and we said, let's record. Within a few months, we were recording, which was amazing to, to be able to do. And this one, obviously, the logistics were a little bit trickier to get together, but it did also come together in a very natural way. And uh, I think because everyone writes songs for it, so the rehearsal isn't, or the the recording isn't, one person driving the bus with a bunch of passengers being told where to sit. It's the focus is moving around all the time, and even if we're doing a tune of um, Jonathan's, Hamish might have some ideas for it. If we do a tune of Mike's, so I, I, Jonathan or I might suggest some ways that we could do it. So, and they develop in, in the studio. So it's actually titled after a song of mine that I wrote years and years ago to play with the um, great Alan Brown in the last band that we had together. I changed the title of it and called it Another Dance and we recorded it but it's not on the CD. Ah. But the CD's named after a tune we recorded that's not on this.
1: (laughs) Well I'll look forward to hearing that tune sometime. (laughs)
0: Okay it'll it'll come out somewhere sometime.
1: (laughs) Now I love Headlands. It's a piece. Ah it's another Hamish one. Great. It's a piece that features what I perceive to be the sounds of the waves, uh, almost as if the ensemble Ah, is sitting by the sea. It sounds to me as if the piece is reflecting what you might see and hear when you're actually sitting there by the sea.
0: Wonderful. I have to um, tell Hamish that and ask him about it. It's interesting because they had, as a lot of albums do when you make them, they had working titles. And then we went away and listened to the music and Hamish came back with, with titles for these yearning and headlands. And he lives right at the top of Manly, so he is literally looking at the sea from his apartment.
1: There might be something in that then. Yeah, is there more to so. explore for this world? Most
0: definitely. We've got we have to complete the tour from last year that got cancelled at in June last year. We were going to play in Canberra at the Street Theatre and in Braidwood at the Anglican Church, I hope, which is where we played last time, which is a, a really beautiful concert with amazing spirit, and in Kayama where we haven't played yet. So those three gigs have been rescheduled, and then we're playing um, another concert for SEMA, the Sydney Improvised Music Association in Sydney, and we're going to try to play in Melbourne on April the 9th. We've cancelled five gigs here so far. Good luck. So Thank it's you. Fingers, so, fingers and toes crossed. lucky. <laughs> April
1: the 9th. I, I think there's a lot of mind. that
0: going on, people booking things and then rebooking yeah. and, and trying to move it. and So let's hope we can go back to... Um, Scheduled that would, performances. It would be great to have as many as possible as soon as, for everyone around town to be able to play with, with with these one. Play, there's a lot of wonderful music must have been created in the last two years that hasn't been heard yet. Exactly. So hopefully there's lots of fresh, exciting new things. I have no, no doubt experience.
1: there will be Julian, and at some stage this year it's going to hit. Can't wait. So we're going to be, we'll have a glut of brand new, fabulous music to listen to. For more details about the new album, Another Dance from This World, that's Julian Wilson, Mike Nock, Hamish Stewart and Jonathan Swartz. It's releasing officially on February the 4th. Check out lionsharerecords.com. Now, the spelling's a bit interesting. It's lion, share, and then chords on the end, C-O-R-D-S. Yeah, that's
0: a bit too clever for my own good there, <laughs> but whatever. It's also it's been distributed by MGM, which is simpler to spell. It's just MGM, and so it should be available in, in any way you would buy a... A CD. Fantastic. I was going to say a record, but it's, again, I'm being old-fashioned. <laughs> it's a CD.
1: And I note that at Lionshare Share Records, it's available in both standard or 24-bit 96 kilohertz. Thank you, David.
0: Yeah, it's uh, everything on the label. Where we can, we release high-definition audio as well. Which is fantastic. If that's your thing, if you yep. can hear the difference at home, then that's available.
1: Before we go, Julian, we're about to hear another piece from the album, the opening track, a piece called ah. Deception. Who's being deceived?
0: You tell me. Ah, yeah. it's for
1: our listeners to interpret.
0: <laughs> again, this one had a couple of takes and they were very different, very different vibes between the different takes, but it's the only song of Mike's on this record, which is a shame, but it's, you know, it's right up the top. It's a beauty. It,
1: it is up the top and it is a fantastic... I can't wait
0: to play with him again. Thanks for having me on again.
1: Julian, it has been lovely to have you here in studio yet again and to hear about your throwing away the piano tuning and getting into music full-time, which is great, And lovely to hear some of the album tonight. Our best wishes to you and this world as a full ensemble for a very successful launch tour when you can get there.
0: And hopefully we can share it with you in Melbourne uh, on April 9th. That would be
1: wonderful. Thanks very much for joining (laughs) us. Let's have a listen to Deception. Our guest on Bent Notes has been saxophonist Julian Wilson. you are listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9. You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on JOY 94.9. Thanks for listening to another JOY podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, JOY. Help us keep JOY on air. Head to joy.org.au. JOY, a diverse sound for a diverse community.